Hi, this is Jim Anderson, Psalm Tree Consulting, coming to you with a biblically focused business podcast. And uh, today, I thought I would talk a little bit about creating value. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about um, about this, uh, you know, in the in the past few episodes, and I thought this is at the core of being competitive. It really is, because the more value you create, the greater margin you're going to have for your profit, because your profit is a reflection of the amount of value that you are bringing to the table. So, you know, whatever raw material you're bringing, uh, you have to pay for that, and then you pass that on to your customer. Well, you have to add value to that to make a profit. And the more value you have there, the more that you're going to be able to charge and the more that you're going to be able to earn. Um, And, you know, more profit you're going to have. And thus, that's the goal of being competitive. So value is at the core of this. And that's why in the Internet world, they say that the offer, it's all about the offer. I'll say that again. It's all about the offer. That's where you bring value to the transaction. And it can be things that that you don't even, that you might not first think that are valuable. Um, you can bring value to the transaction through your hook. You can bring value through the story and value, um, in, and then value in the offer with your value stack. So, you know, it's not quite as obvious as, as you might think, but um, that's what makes it such an opportunity as well. Um, how can, how can a, a uh, hook add value? Well, the more people, the more you're able to get people's attention, the more likely they're going to listen to your story. And the, and the more people who listen to your story, the more people you're going to connect with and the more people that are going to buy. And the more people that are going to buy make your pro- is going to drive your profit margins higher because they're, you know, whatever fixed costs you have are going to be covered and every new customer costs less. Um, so... You know, the, the, so the first thing is the hook. A really good hook is going to add value. A really good story that connects with your target market is going to add value because you're going to have a higher conversion rate because you're going to be talking to people that are going to resonate with your story. And then if you're able to, to create a value stack in other words, bonuses and uh, you know extra stuff that you stack on top of the product that you're selling that adds value to it for your target market. You know that you're able to give them bonuses that are valuable to them, even though it may not have cost you hardly anything. That it's really valuable to them. Um, that is going to increase the value of what you're selling uh, far above 
the price you're asking, and that's going to make it relatively a better deal. So, you know, that's three ways um, of adding value. Another way is that you actually do choose the right target market for the solution that you have to provide, that they need what you have to offer. If you try to offer something to, uh, you know, someone that they have no need for what you're offering, no matter how hard you work at it, you're not going to get them to buy because they don't need it and they don't want it. And it's not of any value to them. The value is, you know, in their mind, the perception in their mind. So, you know, one of the, uh, uh, the ideas that comes from Michael Porter's um, ideas on competitive advantage has to do with creating value. And he, you know, talks, we talked about this before about um, the, you know, value coming from the value chain. Well, the value chain is an internal focus on the operations of the business and being able to be to produce value in the operations of the business. Um, but there's another element to this in adding value that needs to be considered and that's the value proposition. You know, that's the offer. Uh, the offer is the value proposition. Um, that's an element of the strategy that looks outward towards the customers. It's not internally focused, but it's focused on your customers and at the demand side of the business. So you have to clearly answer the questions, who, who are you gonna sell to? Who are your customers? You know, um, what, what are the end, what's the end user for what you are selling? Because sometimes you have to think about that, seriously to think about that. When I had Anderson Network, um, the people that we were selling to we're not necessarily the end users. So we needed to, we needed to focus on the end users. The, 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 the businesses that we were selling to, the training centers, were a channel. They also need to be, you know, interested in, and we need to add value to them. But we needed to understand the end user as well. And we needed to be able to satisfy the, the, the needs of the end user in such a way that that intermediary user of our services that hired us to do a certified class in their, in their training center that um, would want them, want them to hire us they would want to hire us because of the value that we brought in the classroom. And so, um, you know, for the end user, which is the person that was being trained, if we made their customers happy, then they want to work with us. Um, so you need to understand all of that. You need to understand however that works in your particular business. Um, so you got to answer that question. How are you going to do that? better than your competitors. That's not meaning that you're going to be the best at it. It means how are you going to do that to add value um, that's going to increase your margins. So what are their needs? You got to know what their needs are. Um, you know, what problems are you trying to solve for them? And how are you going to do that? You know, what kind of products are you going to have to do that with? What kind of 
features do they have? And what kind of services do you offer? And, you know, what are the features and benefits of those services? Um, and are how well are you able to satisfy those needs and anticipate those needs? Another piece of this is, you know, when you're thinking about coming up with the offer, and this is just, you know, all theoretical to me right now because I, this is what I've been learning. And I need to I need to figure out how to implement this. But it is uh, being able to anticipate what their needs are going to be once they have bought the product that you're selling, and you need to make that part of your offer. So the the thing the idea is like with ClickFunnels, once you once you buy into ClickFunnels and you subscribe to ClickFunnels, now you got a new problem. And that problem is, how do I build a funnel? How do I make a funnel that's actually going to produce money for me? And when I build the funnel, oh my gosh, how do I get traffic to it? You know, these are all new problems that come up because you bought something. So you got to anticipate those. And if you can put those into the offer and in, in your un- that has your unique signature, from the remember we were talking about the the, the talents that, that you have and you're able to add that value that no one else can copy that makes it a sustainable advantage so that's part of putting the offer together and that's part of adding value in your value stack and then you know what's it going to be priced well, you know, there's pretty much kind of standard pricing on the internet these days. You know, it's like 90, uh, let's see, $37, I think another one is 67 maybe, um, uh, $97, $197, $497, $697, Nine ninety seven and nineteen ninety seven or fourteen ninety seven, you know that kind of standard pricing. It's not real uh, precise in terms of you know what is the right price and you know is a dollar or more or less going to make any difference in it. I don't think that price sensitivity is that big of a deal on the internet, but pricing is important and it needs you know what how is the price relative to alternative solutions i mean we're not just talking about online but offline Uh, you need to know what the alternatives are for your prospective customers and you need to be able to make sure that um, you've addressed those that relative price Um, you know what kind of premium do you have or what kind of discount do you have now obviously we've been talking about adding value and so your strategy on the internet is to be the highest price and add the most value you want to really solve their problem when people go to the internet and buy things and they spend more money on the internet than they would for you know something offline to solve that problem it's because online you're promising to actually solve the problem not just a piece of it and it kind of goes against the idea of the funnel, but you also have to develop a relationship and a trust level before they will give you lots of money. So you give them interim solutions. You let them kind of get a peek or you kind of give them a taste of, of what's to come. And that's how you 
that's how you do this. Um, and you, you have to look at what is um, the relative price that your competitors that are offering the same thing that you're offering, what are they offering? You know, but also you have to look at your, you know, the value that you're able to add. You may be able to structure it in such a way where you, you can charge a whole lot more than your competitors because you're offering so much more. And I mean, there are, there are um, lots of products out there for internet marketers, um, trainings and coaching and things in the, in the uh, five figure range of prices, you know, maybe 99, 97 or $19,997, you know, or maybe at that point they just say $30,000, $20,000. I don't know. But, um, you know, that's another consideration in the value add because pricing can also add value. A, one of the lessons that I learned when I was, when I was, um, you know, working as a trainer in the early stages of Anderson Network, where I went to work for Xerox, Xerox hired me to do a certified class, uncertified, an uncertified version of a class that I was certified on um, at their facilities for their programmers there. And obviously, I'm not a programmer. I, I never was a programmer, but this class was very unique. Uh, it had to do with print drivers and netware. It was a brand new class, and that's why they wanted it because it was new information that they wanted to get. And I had inside information on that because I was a certified trainer. And so they just wanted to hear the knowledge that I had. Well, I didn't really want to do that class. It was not something that I really wanted to do. I really I wanted to stick with a plan. I wanted to stick with a certified class. So, you know, at that point, you know, I was charging, um, you know, $1,200 a day for, for classes. This is during, you know, the, the heat of it. And uh, I didn't want to do the class. So I said $2,000 a day. I figured that would make him go away. Nope. He said, okay, we can do that. Um, and then he went on to make all the arrangements. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my God, what did I just got myself into? <laughs> but it taught me a lesson. When you have, when you really bring value to the table, price is not an issue to a certain extent. People are not going to be price sensitive. But you need to, you know, you need to be in the ballpark. But, you know, I charged more than I ever would have thought of asking for. And so... Um, that's why creating value is going to bring the success. Value is where, it at, where it's at. It's all about the offer. With that said, we'll talk to you next time.